Um, yeah, you want to cool. jump into it, man? Yeah, let's, let's get into it. You rolling up your sleeves? I'm gonna roll up my sleeves. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mirror your, I'm gonna mirror your body. Get into it. My body gaze at this body. Ready, bro? Yeah. Ready? One, two, three. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 205 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana. With me, as always, always my Maventine. Most awesome. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. That's very yeah. Kind. yeah, exactly. Will you be my podcast, bro? I will be your podcast, bro. Thanks for asking. Thanks, bro. Oh, I can't tell if maybe I'm a little possessive. I can't tell if that hurts a little more than you asked and didn't assume. Look at this. Oh, oh, I'm already yes. high. I'm already high maintenance, bro. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Ready? High maintenance. Like, just do these podcast headphones look good on me? You're just saying that. Oh, <laughs> right. uh, bro. How you doing, man? Hitting, uh, hit me up on your lunch break. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're making it work. Podience, you know, we're going to do it for you. However, which way we can time zones be damned continents be damned now this is an international podcast international affair since we got what were those first listeners was it south africa where those random listeners like on like podcast four we had like some representation yes i think like or in in like uh you know i think it was in like cairo indonesia maybe i think was in there too right you know it was mind-boggling wherever it was very good yeah i mean totally that you know they just happened upon it but consistently growing a base in mozambique that's what we're doing exactly so to all our international listeners and (laughs) listeners back home that i'm thinking about right now we got a jam-packed 205 for you doing rip from the headlines we're doing a super bold preview we're going to hit that inbox the little cam mabio our boy most awesome like one of his favorite game you think it was does ma have it but this is burning up the charts for him likes to play throwing that we're going to bounce some back and forth they're doing a neapolitan showdown we're doing the top three ways little role-playing top three ways to push off Valentine's Day because of the Super Bowl. That's right. Super That's right. Bowl is February 13th. Now that we added that 18th week and pushes it back, everything. And now it's kind of crowded out. Valentine's Day is a little bit. Then we're going to finish as we always do. No, no, we got we got Brandon a gambling corner. That's right. Get that up there. Brandon a gambling corner. We're doing your NFL Super Bowl props. Going to tell you what to spread some money on right here on the biggest game of the year. Then we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're a power. It starts now. from the headlines uh, <laughs> scrolling all over the place uh, super bowl preview why are we talking about this week brother because it's the final game of the 2021 2022 season in the nfl cincinnati Bengals versus the los angeles rams in sofi stadium inglewood up to no good yes yeah, so we're there um <laughs> all right are we overshadowing? <laughs> I just like you both asked that. You're like, all right, no, moving yeah. on. Yep. Uh, there, that's why we're talking about it. Um, sorry, look at that. Got a little job going on in LA. Let's just call it, let's call it face upside. Oh, oh my God, look at this. Everything's falling apart. Oh, this hit over man. the bottle falling. Okay, so if I stayed in, we're doing it in LA. So didn't have a home team at all. And now we got two back 
to back home team for the Super Bowl. Yeah, or no, wild. Uh, when, yeah, Tampa yeah. Bay was, last was, year, and and uh, and yeah, the Rams this year. We kind of overlooking this. Like three of the last three of the four postseason games for the Rams will be home field advantage, but it seems like in that bottom ten percent of teams that it wouldn't really help out. Is there any advantage here at all? I don't think so. I mean, I think like just going back to the NFC Championship game, you know. Kelly Stafford, Matt Stafford's wife was like, Hey, I'll, we'll buy a bunch of tickets. So Rams fans can show up. So it won't just be, you know, whoever can pay the most dollars. We want Rams fans, real Rams fans in the stands. Um, so I think, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be much, I, you know, the Super Bowl is, I don't know if there's ever going to be really like a home field advantage. Cause I was that's just, a, that's what I was going to ask you. Okay. So, so it's like the super bowl was in Seattle and Seattle made it there or, you know, or in Kansas city, one of these like real, just like legendary just has a reputation for being a real like tough place to play. Like, is that still going to be an advantage or is a super bowl kind of what we think it is like such a corporate event with all these seats, kind of people there kind of being seen and just, you know, casual NFL fans, as opposed to like fans of the home team, that's really never going to be kind of that advantage that it is during the regular season. Yeah, that I think I think it's more of the corporate event because I was just looking. It's funny you mentioned this because I literally just looked online just to see what tickets are going for, and we're looking at like nosebleeds, thirty five hundred bucks, and you got to yeah. buy two. Like I don't know, I, you know, you, you're a big Vikes fan. I'm a big Lions fan. We know a lot of big football fans throughout our audience. Is is someone putting down seven racks to go to the Super Bowl plus hotel and accommodations and all that other stuff? If you're traveling to that, you know, maybe it just so happens that it's in your in your city. So you yeah, you got you don't have to spend that on that. But man, seven G's to get out of nosebleed seats. Yeah, it, it would have been, it would have been pretty interesting to take a poll like you know the Chiefs make it all the way to the AFC Championship. A lot of the Chiefs fans that we know are kind of mm-hmm. out in LA right now. It would have been kind of interesting to see like how much of a full court press it would have been to actually see them go there. I mean, I'm thinking of if I'm a Vikings fan and, and it happened, well, first of all, I mean, I can't picture them at the Super Bowl, so I got to right. already kind of go into fantasy mode. But right. like if they're going, like I'm trying to think, you know, and it's easy. Let's call it, like I'm doing a Super Bowl, like, or I'm doing a stadium tour. We know that, but yep. you know, let's call it spade a spade. Like it is more entertaining to watch a football game at home than it is to go there and watch it. So yep. it's even like, I'm thinking as a Vikings fan, this once in a lifetime experience of them getting to the Super Bowl. Is that something that I even want to kind of be up in the nosebleeds or even like, you know, clear out the bank account, like my entertainment budget for all the next year, just to go kind of sit like mid tier, mid level and kind of see the game, but kind of not. Yeah. And what's also potentially could happen is, is, you know, there's not been, there's been some great Super Bowl games, but what if you get fucking cooked? What if your team just gets roasted 55 to 10 and you're like, I just spent $9,000 on this trip to watch my team get fucking clapped. Yeah, it's definitely so. Yeah, to get their ass beat, like you're sitting there, you probably got to hear it. Like all the venues are super expensive and it's impossible as fuck to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You're trapped. You're, you're in hell. What if like, yeah, but what do you have, like, Avril Lavigne, like, halftime show? You know what? You talked me into it. Like, fuck it. I don't, I'm out. I'm out. I'm <laughs> Avril Lavigne. Exactly. I don't want to hear fucking Skater Girl while I'm just getting roasted no. by the fans in the background. Sounds like my That's nightmare. Uh, so this is the first. Where are my notes on here? Neapolitan Showdown. Okay, it's right here. Ripped. Thank you. Okay, I got a new way to highlight this. Okay. Um, so this is the first time no one, two, or three seed in the modern Super Bowl era has made it to mm. the – uh super bowl we got rams uh it was as high as four and a half i didn't see it quite get to five 
it's back down to four. Uh, you see this line changing at all? Uh, I've seen a few three and a halves, which are uh, it's Ooh. a little tastier at at than four, obviously. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I I'm kind. Of, it's interesting that they're kind of putting it in that gambling no man's land. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I would have I would have thought that this line would have moved to you know five or six. But I, I guess you know neutral field. They don't really think that the Rams are that much better, Vegas at least, than the Bengals. Which I don't know. I don't. I don't know how they see that the same way that I'm looking at it on paper too. Because I see, I see, I see the Rams as a better team, like offensive line, defensive line on both sides of the field. And I think that that's going to be, you know, that's going to be the fucking huge X factor in these in in this whole game. I think it is. So I think there's a number one, like Cincinnati kind of feels like America's darling right now. Like yep. they're really like everyone's kind of loving this, which is moving the line a bit. I think another thing affecting the line is everyone's remembering the Rams last Super Bowl appearance three years ago yep. where, you know, they didn't, they didn't score a touchdown or what was yeah, it? 13, 13, three against three. the Patriots. Yeah. They were very, yeah. McVay went super conservative, um, which will be interesting to see what he does this year as well too just like having the little bit of super bowl seasoning i mean that's the thing is, is you got a lot of the guys back from that rams run you got aaron donald some of the other players some of the other experienced guys that have been on there's so, you know andrew whitworth their offensive tackle who's the only 40 year old offensive lineman i think i don't want to say ever but he's been up there uh he's he's pretty old he's got a ton of game experience you got Stafford, who's got a ton of experience. I mean, this is like a seasoned ball club versus predominantly everyone on the Bengals side. You know, yeah, real one, no- one guy, one guy Super Bowl experience. One know. guy has Super Bowl experience. Yeah, exactly. Very limited playoff experience. The coach has no playoff experience. The coach was, you know, a, a, an assistant under Sean McVay, you know, many moons ago. So it's like, I mean, fuck. Before Zach Taylor, the head coach of the Bengals, before he entered the season. I think it only won like six games total, right? In his in his tenure. So it was like six and twenty-five career record in the regular season. So now we just like catapult to the Super Bowl. I, I you know, I feel like a lot of positives on the Rams side, not so many on the Bengals side. Yeah, this is kind of making me salivate a little bit as a better. And I know we'll get more of the props when we get to Brandon in the gambling corner, but it really looks like people are have very you know don't have that long-term memory have like just recent short-term memory with his mm-hmm. Bengals team it's just like yeah you beat a Raiders team that like backed their way into the playoffs which nobody really thought was the playoff team there was at least two other teams better than them in the AFC you know they go to the Titans which we all thought was kind of a paper tiger of a one seed you know get and did end up getting sacked was it eight eight times nine times eight or nine, nine, times. Nine, nine, nine times nine times nine times right nine, yeah. nine, nine times, times. Uh, able to walk out of there with a victory with just kind of this last minute interception that kind of fucked the entire thing up. And then, you know, get into a hole with the Chiefs team's offense that has been a little inconsistent. I'm not taking away their battling back, but also they had seen them, you know, a few weeks yep. prior. So this was able to game plan. I think there's a rumor, like I heard uh, one of our boys talking about, like they picked up some tell from the from just the play calling on the Chiefs where they were able to get to the spot before they were. So Oh, interesting. Yeah, so there might, that might have been a little explana- explanation on, you know, shutting that gap the second half. So, to me, this is a game that the Rams can, with their experience, all you need is Matt Stafford to control those INTs, let this defensive line gobble up the offensive line, and it can get pretty ugly pretty quick. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was like, he doesn't, Matt Stafford does not have to hit home runs. He just has to hit his quick, quick slants, 
check downs, dump offs, you know what I mean? And, and they're going to be creative enough to put him in good spots to make semi-open throws. And, and I would also look at across the way you've got, um, Chidoa, I'm going to butcher his name. Sorry, forgive me. Uh, they're the Bengals corner is pretty good. You got Mike Hilton who made that INT in the red zone against the Titans. He's pretty decent, but then you got Eli Apple who, uh, has been cooked a few times on a few different teams. And I look, you know, with the way that the Rams like to spread them out and put mismatches and move Cooper cup around and move Odell Beckham around, look to them to exploit that, you know, defensive back matchup of whoever is matching up with, uh, with good old Eli there across the way. Yeah. I mean, it's like, we really look at these two first, the first two games for the Rams. And I mean, they dominated that. And then they finally got their monkey off the back with uh 49 because I know that was a big problem for them and had a battle back yeah. in the fourth and were able to take care of business on that. Cincinnati, I mean, tried and true. I mean, we just haven't seen good. Yeah. yeah no, I was going to say in a 49ers defense that I think is, significantly better in the front seven than say what the Bengals have to offer. I, yeah, absolutely. The only thing I've seen, and it's honestly just been twice against the chief, but the second half of half adjustments for this Bengals defense. I just, I wonder if, if I'm overvaluing valuing that mm-hmm. just because of kind of a, like a static chiefs offense that just tried to will it like that couple of times. Yeah. And, and momentum definitely played a factor in that we've seen this and you know, the, they're rolling. And, and that's the thing is, is we've seen this a lot too, where, teams kind of like you said the the media darling the america's little darling everyone's kind of rooting for just you know playing a little bit higher than what their ceiling actually is and if we get a good dialed in rams team which we know i think coaching is a plus you know i think offensive defensive line plus rams i need the you know uh run game more the Bengals for passing game it's i would say it's pretty neutral if if not uh, a little edge to, I don't know, maybe, maybe would you give a little slight edge to the Bengals, but still offensive line and uh, for the Bengals is, is the big, big X factor. If Aaron Donald fucking decides to just go out and just dominate for 30 snaps in this game, he's going to drastically impact and change the direction of the chief or the Bengals offense. Yeah, two and a half sacks, maybe by himself, three sacks, maybe maybe a strip, like getting there and just like yeah. just just raising hell, which is once you take that time away, and especially if you know if the corners can dial in on Burrow's go to with like taking that time away, and it's like they can get to him, they can get that pressure with just rushing four, which is still like a, like enough coverage. So it'll be, I just I see this matchup, and I was wrong about it, you know, on the well, weren't really wrong about it on the Titans at all, like the Titans right. just had that stupid interception at the end. So this feels like the perfect matchup to where you can make a really strong push for the Rams. And you'd be kicking yourself afterwards. If you're looking like into first quarter, we have kind of a Tampa Bay situation where it's like 17, three and you're like, shit, man, why did I get on that? Mm-hmm. Now can I play devil's advocate and the two things Mavicate, that are going, yeah. the, the Mavicate. So Bengals, uh, we saw that thing just floating today. The Simpsons had predicted way back. Bengals beating LA 34 or 31 way back at little. I don't know. We, we, yeah, we, we ended up looking that up. It wasn't the score is not, the score is not right. Oh, the score is not right. But did they, did they have the Bengals winning? Uh, they had the Bengals winning. Yes. Interesting. Or I think they did. I think they didn't post the score, but it was Bengals LA, but I don't think you see a score. Oh, oh, oh. all right. Never mind. We'll scratch that. There's one, one more, <laughs> right. one more negative against you. And then um, the, uh, the Madden men 22, did a sim Bengals Rams and their oh, Super yes, Bowl preview. I about this. Man 22. Oh, I go ahead. Oh, what is it? No, go, go, guess, guess. Oh. 
Well, you did say Mavicus, so and now I'm going to go. I mean, yeah. it, it would have to it would have to be close. Like, I want to say uh, 24-21 Bengals. You nailed it. 100% yeah. exactly. Yeah, 24-21. Absolutely. Yep. 24-21. Hey. I'll drink, everybody. Um, Is yeah. that the average of 100 games, or they just did it once? I think it was just the once. I didn't read the article. I just saw the score, okay. and I was like, good enough for me. Which is same thing with the text thread. I was like, good enough. No more reading beyond this. Yeah, this is completely on brand for our podcast. Is exactly (laughs) we're we're headline guys. Save all that smaller text for somebody else. Different pod. But I mean, to and the the real you know uh, the real thing of the the Mavicate is is that you know this is all the same issues that have plagued the Bengals all season long. So Burrow knows how to play under pressure in the blitz has held up better than obviously last year and their offensive, you know, um, you know, firepower, even without CJ Uzma is pretty significant. They can spread you out and put you in bad spots. And Joe Mixon and Samaji P Ryan are both decent receiving running backs out of the backfield. And I would say a better backfield than the Rams backfield. So, there is, I mean, I, I think it's. Do you say a better backfield just because um, ability to like less likely to fumble? Because that's the only thing that really has me kind of down on that Rams backfield. Well, the, kind of the, that and the, the Ram, I mean, maybe it's just Cam Akers getting back in the full of it, but he, they've been, he's averaged like two yards per carry in both games. And I get it. They were playing against good defensive fronts and, and things yeah. like that. But I think, you know, Mixon is a more versatile, experienced back than Cam Akers. Um, yes, and, and, and P Ryan has showed up as a, as a service serviceable third down replacement back over like a Sony Michelle. Uh, cause I don't think they're going to get Daryl Henderson back for this game. So, you know, so, uh, the Rams are, so I like their backfield. So I just like that. They do have a little, they have some outlets, they have some stuff and, and the, you know, the Rams secondary hasn't held up aside from Jalen Ramsey, has had some some issues at uh, here or there, giving up big plays. Even Ramsey gave up that big TD to the uh, to the Bucks with Mike Evans toward the end of the game when they're rallying back. So they're not without their they're not foolproof, right? It's right, just yeah. I I just like the the Rams defensive line, and you know you've got Floyd and Gaines, and obviously Donald and Von Miller. Von Miller can fucking like if, that's the thing is it's like I just keep thinking about those guys going hey for basically 25 plays any pass rushing situation i just have to fucking play like my hair's on fire if they can do that they're gonna put the Bengals in a bad spot and that's ultimately going to be the advantage just enough of an advantage for the rams to 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 win out in my opinion so and i, I just totally- and i can't see them not like i can't see Avon miller at this stage of his game going Look, man, it's 2025 20, plays. I just got to go nuts for 2025 20, plays. That's it. That's all I got to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, just, yeah. and he's done it before. He's been in this. He's he knows the experience. He was, you know, was he the Super Bowl MVP? No, Peyton, they gave it to Peyton, but he was really the Super Bowl. Wait, MVP. Who? No, Von Miller. Was. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he the yeah, he got it. So, you know, he's been there. He's this is not new territory for him. So. I just keep thinking about that one nugget. I'm like, I'd be foolish to try and talk myself into the Bengals. Yeah, I like it. Um, so let's call it right now. You're totally right. I'm gonna get on this. I'm gonna get on this Rams train. 
Um, Choo-choo! I do think there's a little bit of McVeigh. I hope he doesn't like tighten up. Like he does he want it too bad? There's like, some concern for that. It, like a second time. So I don't see them like blowing the roof off. I think they've had to learn a little bit of lesson also off this Buccaneers thing, which just almost seemed to like will its way to some sort of storybook ending that nobody could prevent. That was just gonna naturally happen, but they stuck out. Um, give me the Rams. 3124. I like it. I like it. Yep, I'm doing that. I, I think I think it's uh, you know, I think Rams get out to an early lead. I think they try to coast a little bit. Uh, I think the Bengals are always within kind of like double digits. I think the game's not as close as it looks like at the end. The Rams score a mid fourth quarter touchdown. Yeah. And then the the Bengals back door in there and put up like one more touchdown to make it look a little closer than it was. Yep. Like uh, a 17, no. 30, 17, 31 score halfway through the fourth quarter. Bengals come down, score the last touchdown, like 31, 24. Yeah. 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 Put up like, yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm right there with you, sir. I'm right there with you. I like it. I text you about what I'm about to put down on this game. You in bro. 50%. Let's do it. Oh yeah. Okay. Where you about are we doing uh, the, are we doing the Franks to English exchange? I'll, I'll do you know what's funny for, uh, I got Euros going on, but we do oh, have Euros. to do it for uh, the Cam Camabio because uh, it shows up as Euros. Like really? just on the internet. Yeah, I looked it up, so I'm going to be telling you Euro prices. But I got the, I got how we can do the math if they want to do the math at home. Oh, do you have um, some? Do you have some people as well too? Yeah, I pulled up some. Oh, okay. Let's do it. I got well, some. Too for, pulled- I got some for you as well too. Great. Yeah. Since you told me about it, I was just like, well, maybe sell me because I know you were like, I'm on it. But I was like, maybe sell me because he wants me to jump on something. I was like, he likes to have fun too. I like this to play. Both ways. Yeah, exactly. I like, I like to hang out. Um, okay. So the, you got a follow-up email, NBA Jam. I forgot to get this one here. It was a strong finish from you. Everybody loved that kind of that one-off pod we did. We have to do yes. something else close to that again. You know, I was thinking too, like it was too early to talk about like bringing back Mad League season three. That's just made me think of it. Ooh, we're definitely in there. Definitely maybe in there. Draft, maybe draft on that train. Oh, choo choo. channels July. We'll see. All right, like um, let's get back to giving you the props deserve the shine. Strong finish from most awesome on the NBA Jam team. So, who's the strongest team from '93, and who's the strongest team from 2021 in this NBA Jam thing? And then who would win in that battle? So this is almost. Do you remember the strongest team from the from the '93 list that we were doing? I I ran down in my mind. I don't remember what we said, but just right. going back at it. So it might be different for those those that ma- that map that ma- What's that? I think I the Spurs maybe. Yeah, with Duncan yeah. or with not Duncan with Robinson and Sean Elliott. That's a very good yeah. one. I had them down there because I had four that I was like, I had Barkley and Marley right because Barkley yeah. can fuck some shit up and Marley can shoot threes. Um. Yeah, because we said you need that you need that three presence in NBA Jam. Even though it's fun to watch him go boom, shock, lock, and do all the flips, it's nice to kind of like just yeah. take it out. Of, like, yeah, he's eating him up. And the, the other thing I forgot is Patrick Ewing and, and Oakley. If that's just, if you just want to fucking fuck people up, right? You know, you like shut them down. That was a team to just like wreck shop. Um, but I think yeah, I, I I liked either Barkley, Marley, or Robinson and Sean Elliott because I love Robinson, the rim protector, can run and sprint, and just beat everyone down the court. So he was great. So give me, give me the Spurs. They, they were, they were clearly a favorite. Okay. You take the Spurs at 93. Great. Yeah. So be, uh, who are you taking in 2021? I was trying to go and figure out like who the 2021 team would be. Cause like, you know, obviously like the Lakers aren't playing great, but 
a LeBron yeah. Anthony Davis would be. I was I was wondering, yeah, what's what's Anthony Davis like? Is it is his NBA Jam score probably a little higher, more consistent than his real life performance? Yes, exactly. Same thing with like Russell Westbrook. Then you've got yeah. like on the Nets, KD and fucking. I, I'm sure they would go with Harden. My guess would be over Kyrie. They could go Kyrie, but I think Harden. You know, just because he's playing more, um, yeah. they would go that route. That'd be a really tough team to play. Yeah, that's you know, and then you know, then I was looking at Giannis. Chris Middleton wouldn't be as good, but Giannis would be fucking dominant. Um, you know, the Miami Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo would be a really fun team as well too. That's good. Uh, anything on Denver? Or not? No, sorry, not Denver. Uh, anything on Dallas? The Mavericks? Dallas, Luca and Kristaps yeah. Porzingis. Now that would be an interesting yeah. one. That would be one where. Their video game ceiling would be yeah. much higher 100%. than their yeah. real ceiling, not because of Luca, but because of Kristaps. But that one would be really interesting too. And they can both shoot threes. Here's the thing: is is the ability to shoot threes from both players. You know, even LeBron and AD, uh, Kevin and Durant and Harden. Like that's that's going to be the X factor. Although a yeah, fun yeah. A, a fun one would be Golden State Warriors, Steph and like Draymond. And just let like letting Steph heat up and shooting like three quarter court threes and just watching it like drain like that would be insane because I I guarantee twenty twenty one that or twenty twenty two that would be it. Yeah, you um, almost have to feel like it takes a whole like quarter for like just the ninety three Spurs to even start closing in on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> just like where you shoot from. Yeah, exactly. Just inbound shoot. You know, just trying to just jump at the rim. So I think like um, if we're going video game style, I think like KD and Harden are going to be the slightly better tandem. Um, I think they win. They got to win. They're dominant. And I think, you know, Kevin Durant's basically seven feet tall and can shoot all over. And he's just going to torch. If you put him on, if you put Barkley on him, he's just going to torch Barkley. You put Robinson on him. He's going to, he's just going to shoot from all over the place. They might be a little, yeah. the 93 teams might be a little bit more physical. So if you're, if you're good at pushing them down on the ground and stealing the ball, that's got to be your game plan. Yeah, that's what I'd say. You'd almost have to force them inside or remove the three-point line. So uh, thanks for that emailer, and especially thanks for the um, follow-up emailer of the podcast. If you have any other ideas to make this a little bit more even right now, just based on the distance that you can shoot from the basket, kind of turns it into probably not what the original intent of NBA Jam was, but that's what we see. Uh, pizza, pizza, um, have you done a best pizza delivery or frozen pizza near showdown? Well, sir, the rules are we need three things. So we need like a pizza delivery versus frozen pizza versus hot hot pockets. Oh, you know what it would be? It delivery pizza delivery versus frozen pizza versus frozen pizza versus that Papa Murphy stuff that you have to go pick up a non frozen pizza that you cook at your house. Oh, you know the Papa Murphy's thing. Yes, that was around. Is that still around? It, does, it seems like an incomplete idea to me. So you're so taking it it's not frozen. It's just refrigerated, take and bake. Is that what you're saying? Take and bake. Yes, I believe it's a take and bake restaurant. Yeah. Oh, it's a take and bake restaurant. You yes. Take, like, well, I don't know if you sit there. So I, I guess that maybe that's. Are you going? Point. Are you just thinking of Kramer when he's like, no, no, you make your own pizza from, <laughs> from Seinfeld? Is this what we're. We, right. No. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's it there's a place called pop at murphy's i doubt it exists anymore because it just kind of seemed like a thing on paper that it's just like well yeah this is different but in no way is it like better tasting or more convenient right exactly uh, all right but uh, have we done pizza for i feel yeah, like, like we i don't know if we've done it for neat we we definitely done some variation of pizza 
because they definitely remember we're talking about i think we did i think we did talking about because i talked about our our for the freshetta cheese taken or our frozen pizza that i get for the kids i definitely know that i talk about that yeah probably yeah yeah frozen i think like pepperoni jalapenos had to come up my end um yeah yeah. thanks they did send us a nia that we're going to tackle next week which will be good um have you seen commercials for mcdonald's mickey d's for a big big mac fish filet sandwich uh, this is a real thing, and it sounds disgusting. Agreed. The, the surf and turf? Anything, is this like a surf and turf type thing? Surf and turf, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have not. I saw something that was up floating online where it was like posting about the, uh, the, the the combining of menus, which I was like, ugh, this is getting gross. Yeah. Well, kind of what it reminds me of is it reminds me of, did, did I tell you about that? Have I told you about the big snack wrap thing that I had to do, which was the Big Mac um Basically, there's the chicken McSnack wrap, which is like just kind of their chicken tenders, like with like lettuce and all uh-huh. that, like and like some sort of sauce, like in a tortilla, which is fine. But the McDonald's commercial I booked was for the Big Mac version of that. Ew. So they they cut like a hamburger patty in half and shoved it in a tortilla. And like when I booked it, I was just like, this this product's getting discontinued ASAP. Right. And it certainly did. And yeah. So they did not. They did not renew that at all. Right, that you're, went away. you're like this is my finest acting, making this, making this seem like it's edible and delicious. Uh, if you could hack any mixture of fast food items, what what would they be? What are you doing? Ooh, mixture of fast food items. Same, same, like establishment. Same, like Wendy's. I mean, uh, you know, you know, you don't have to do same stuff because I was gonna say like Taco Bell. I was like, oh, I do like a burrito and like the nachos and stuff, but they kind of like Taco Bell's done it all. So yeah. I really can't figure it they, they, yeah. They've kind of mitch, like mashed everything together. And yeah. We get the same thing. I did. I think what I could do is, I think maybe I'd enjoy like a small, like personal pan pepperoni pizza. Okay. Fold that sideways, throw some taco meat in it, throw some lettuce, some cheese, and a little taco sauce. I think I can. So it's almost like uh, the pepperoni pizza because of my taco shell. I think Ooh, I, I like that. That's a good one um uh let's go mcdonald's and jamba juice and just get wild let's puree <laughs> puree. puree this quarter pound of cheese and just throw the fries in exactly it exactly let's mix it all up um no i think that's all disgusting um <sighs> yes it really yeah i even in the same menu i'm because like that's the thing is like i've seen where people like have put their fries on their burger and eat that i'm like or like chips on their sandwich i'm like i get it it's at it like you're just being gluttonous just eat your chips just eat your yeah. sandwich just eat your fries don't dunk your fucking fries and your fucking in your wendy's yeah. frosty don't do it i forgot forgot that you're this always comes up when we kind of started talking about food especially fast food like you're militant right it's all sandwich first and then all fries yeah or fries first i mean i will get crazy but it's all but or not, nothing i want to eat my or- fries <laughs> it's fry time it's fry time it's fry time um if you guys got an email fresh shoot us up it may be sportspodcast.gmail.com you got something disgusting that you combine together in fast food <laughs> uh i don't know if we want to hear about it yeah, test us yes. let's see if we do shoot it yeah, over we'll take exactly it. um all right cam mabio let's go bro who'd you get in this now again right. i have mine is in pull these up right in here. euros they are in euros yes okay so you did uh you had a theme what you yeah. guess with? I went down because we, we got a little Super Bowl theme. I was like, you know what? I wonder how many Super Bowl halftime performers are now doing ma- uh, ca- ca- uh, cameo. I can't say 
cameos anymore. It's only cameos. Um, so yeah, I found I a few. It's actually interesting to kind of run down the like. You can see when the Super Bowl really like turned into like a a show for everyone because it used to just be like marching bands and you know the halftime probably was boring as shit back in the day, <laughs> but now it's like a, a fucking you know concert right. in the middle of a football game. Um, so let's go 1989 Super Bowl 23 Bengals 49ers. The halftime show had a lot of people, but also had Elvis Presto, which was an Elvis impersonator. They had they did a whole Graceland thing oh during halftime. So I couldn't find the the same Elvis Presto. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know if he's any if he, he might be no longer with us up in the big Graceland in the sky. But I did find one Elvis impersonator named Jay Dupuis, who's listed himself as Graceland's ultimate Elvis tribute artist. And he is on Cameo selling his services. How much do you think he is or, or is, is charging? Mm. Yes. It's trying to figure out how many are out there. There are multiple, there's multiple Elvis impersonators on there, right? There's, yes, there is a, a, a dozen or so. But I, I, but I went with the one yeah, that had the yeah, most. Oh, I think we're breaking up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you yeah. now. Uh, yeah, there's there's like a dozen or so, but uh, I picked the one that had the most like complete, uh, you know, profile, if you will. Okay, um, complete profiles. Let's say he fancies himself, takes his career a little bit more seriously. Topper echelon, I'm going to go $29. How much did you say? 249 249 249 no for this person you can get for jay you can get the ultimate uh elvis experience for a hundred dollars a crisp hundo yeah uh what, what does that compare with all the other ones going on oh somewhere at like 20 somewhere one was at 10 yeah. I, I think one was you know only doing corporate gigs at 200 bucks a pop which is like yeah, who the fuck yeah, who the fuck wants to do a business venture for an Elvis impersonator? It's nuts. Uh, so I kind of stuck in the same vein. I went uh, impersonator for my first one. I didn't get any, like you, like I dug for performers. I was like, none of these performers are on there. I went in the same vein, and then I got um, Bruno Mars impersonator. Oh. Bruno Mars. So I just, I tried to look up some people, and I came across this guy. Um, I'll put it this, so um, he has five stars with two reviews um 11 fans 24 hour delivery quick turnaround um it's kind of his lane not a lot of other bruno mars impersonators that i saw on on cameo yeah how much is johnny matos bruno's mars impersonator how much for him to send over in euros right in euros in euros yes right and so it's i'm doing i just pulled out the it's one 0.1 0.1 it's a dollar 14 for every euro so i gotta do that quick math which couldn't be fucking easy like a dollar 50 or something like that or two yeah. bucks or uh come on dollar what are you doing dollar perform <laughs> um i'm gonna say s- 60 euro wow oh 60 euro okay right is that it's, what you did uh, is that what you did Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. It's wow. It's 58 euro. Look at that, baby. Dial in, bro. Nice. Look at that. I nice. was like 75 bucks 
somewhere, whatever that is, whatever that Meg. I think because I didn't know if they would have like a rounded down version of that, like 58 or 59. Okay, now I'm now I'm going in there. Does he look like Bruno Mars? Uh he actually does, yes. Oh, so nice. it's not like he's he's not he's not wandering off. He's not like you know, Hollywood Boulevard street performer Bruno Mars. Like it looks like he put a little time into this, at least to the hat. I think he kind of has the same hat too. Yeah, he's got eleven fans. Yeah, it's uh you gotta take care of his take care of his people for sure. Yeah, exactly. He's got a website. You got a website. You got a um, website? We don't even have a website. What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> um, all right, bro. What's next on your list? N- next, the year is two thousand. Rams, Titans, Super Bowl thirty four. Halftime performance had Gloria Stefan and the Miami. I think the Miami Sun Machine was there too. But anyways, uh, this guy uh, was the narrator to lead off the 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 festivities. You may remember him from Miami Vice and some other things. I'm talking about one Edward James Olmos, the actor. Edward James Olmos. Yeah, yeah I think he did have, um, he had like a, a guest spot in the West Wing, which is the last time I saw I saw him. I think he played a, I think he played a judge. Could be. Edward James Olmos. It's weird when they're kind of like this ex-celeb that gets on there because it like, is it a cash grab? Is it, you know what a good question to ask? Is it for charity? Oh, I don't know. I don't have it pulled up. Okay. Um, I guess it's not. I'm going to guess for Edward James almost to pop on there. He seems an actor that takes his career seriously, as seriously as you can, popping on cameo. I'm going to say it's 300 bucks. Very close. 250. 250. 250. Which is nuts. He also played that one, like, I think, I think there was a movie that was like in the 80s where he was like a principal. Or maybe he might have been the villain of like a like a high school in East LA. Fuck, what was the name of that? But anyways, stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. I think he might be right. I think that might be it. Was um who else was in it? Um, did it Lou Diamond Phillips. Yes, good call. I think you're right. I think that's it. Good call. Good call. I the best uh, drink. There you go. Drake. I guess other guys drink when he gets. Oh, drink. I thought you said Drake. I was like Drake's on cameo. No. <laughs> insane would be funny for someone to get on there all right i got um trying to think how i got down this rabbit hole i think i was trying to look up i think maybe the who and then i don't know this is two times removed but i ended up on did we have we done dean norris from breaking bad oh the the brother-in-law no i don't think we have okay well um we're doing him today we're doing him right now a dean norris right he was he was hank in hank in euros what a mind fuck in euros oh it looked like I, it looks like I was searching for Big Bad Voodoo Daddy, who was performed during the Super Bowl halftime show in 1999. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't find him. Did you find Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? No, I couldn't, but I, I definitely searched for them, too. Yeah, because we were thinking, it's just like, what are performers that actually could end up on here? And I was like, yep. oh, this is going to be a home run. But I ended up with Dean Norris on that. <laughs> so that's who we're going So with. funny. Oh, Dino. What's Dean been doing up to? Dean, I actually think, lists on his thing that he was like a like a like a harvard graduate or like maybe like yale drama club or something i don't know anyways i felt like there's some ivy league in there that did not resonate with me with with hank as the kind of character he was on breaking bad uh i'm gonna say he's gonna be a hundred bucks in real dollars so that what what was that make like 86 dollars in euros something around there um no man like you said, maybe it's that you're not paying attention to that Ivory League pedigree. 
it going to set you back 220 euros? 220 euros? Back to my boy, Dean. 220, let's go to the calculator. Beep, 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 beep. Ooh, let me try to do it in my head. That is going to be around $251. Whoa, Brandon, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah baby. 251.56. Holy shit. Numbers are dialed in, buddy. Look at you, buddy. All right. Um, I got that. I got that Super Bowl prediction. I got mm, cooking. Mm, nice. Uh, mine, uh, 2012 Super Bowl 46 Gi- uh, Giants Pats. One Mr. CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. Oh, I think, I think maybe I saw him. I was going through something. I think I wanted to say, hey, CeeLo. It ain't 2005 anymore. We need to reevaluate the demand. We get the supply. The supply is there. It's the demand that I think you're having a problem connecting with. So I think I think the number was was a little little silly. I guess he does have that. He has that. I'm on the voice or was on the voice or something. Yeah, I think yeah Um, he was on the voice. I'm gonna say it's. Yeah, I think we're gonna go peak of who we've talked about so far. I'm gonna put him right at. I think a silly. An astonishing five hundred dollars. <laughs> um, it's so funny. No, but his price still makes you go fuck you, fuck you too. <laughs> um, no, it's uh, it's one hundred and fifty bucks, one hundred fifty dollars for old. Season. Oh, that's doable. That's, it is doable, okay. but it's like who who's paying for that? You know. It's just funny, like you go through cameo, and there's just like a couple of these huge curveballs where you're just like, "Man, you are out of touch." I mean, 150 still seems, but I don't, I don't know. There's something that's just like, like they were getting old too. Like when I this next one that I'll give you is just basically I went to performers because I was like, "All right, like is there even like a Super Bowl actual performer on here?" And I just went to the top of the list and scrolling down and just the top flight names, so many music acts performers singers that i've absolutely never heard of i can't tell if there's like more singers now that i mean i guess logically with a higher population and more access to it to produce your own music like with things like soundcloud and stuff that it just kind of happens i I don't know but there's a lot of names charging a lot of money that i haven't heard of but one name you have heard of that is my last one i'm going to pitch to you is convict music I see you winding and grinding up on that pole. Uh, Akon, bro. Akon. Oh, Akon. We got Akon here. Yep. Wow. Akon had his moment in the sun. Wow. Looking for a moment in the sun around two. Uh, here's a spoiler. His, his invite video or whatever is him counting $100 bills, acting like he didn't see the camera and was just like, you know what? I could use some more of these. Like, who can I send a message to? <laughs> just like, what a what? weird maybe, flex. Maybe, Aka, you should be receiving some messages. Maybe we shut down the message going out and there's a few things that they kind of hear, just kind of absorb coming back. What an insane thing to be like, look at all this money I got. Oh, hey, friends. Yeah. By the hey, way. Oh, hey. Hey, Mark. Hey, oh, hi, Mark. Pay me $250 so I can tell your friends shalo in a previous recorded message. Is that your price? That is my price. How much you say? 250 euro. 484 euro, bro. What the fuck? 484. That's silly business. That's $512. I didn't want you to do the math. I wanted you to go out on top. 
<laughs> Thanks, bro. I was just like, why take another hack? Yeah, exactly. You got the, you fucking already ascended to Goodwill hunting status on this podcast. <laughs> so fucking, I'm, I'm pulling the trigger for you. That's nuts, dude. No way. Well, now I know where that's crazy. He got three people to fucking, he got the Lonely Island guys to donate charity, and that's his money that he's counting. Yeah, that's fine. that is nuts, dude. Cameo pisses me the fuck off sometimes. Yeah, you see, yeah, same as underneath your skin. Sorry, yeah, bro. why do okay. what, what's where's with the audacity? <laughs> what I don't I understand. You this. Uh, are, do you get a last one, or is that it? I do have one more. If we wanted to do one more, uh, this I couldn't actually find him on there, and I don't actually remember from 2020. Uh, the last one, Chiefs 49ers, or no, not the last one, the second to last yeah. one, uh, Super Bowl 54. Uh, I guess Bad Bunny, I guess because we were down in Miami, they were doing a lot of Latin, you know, and I guess Bad Bunny is a rapper or maybe a, I don't know who Bad Bunny is. Do you know who Bad Bunny is, B? Uh, I think I've heard it. I don't know who it is. I don't know who he is either, but they had Bad Bunny on there. I couldn't find the real Bad Bunny, which I guess is a good sign for his career, but I could find uh, an impersonator, a Bad Bunny impersonator on Cameo in dollars. How say you, Brandana? At one time removed, we're doing an impersonation of Bad Bunny. Ooh, I mean, I want to make this affordable. I want to, I want to make this. I hope this is this person's part-time job, maybe like their third job, maybe just an income, just kind of like generating stream where maybe just maybe it's one outgoing message and you just get the same one with just like their name ahead of it. I'm gonna say 75 bucks. Oh man, um, that's way high. You'd be oh, tripling. Sweet tripling this guy's income <laughs> he's at 19 dollars. he does not look like a good i don't know who bad bunny is but he did not look like a real deal impersonator oh man that's what we got to find the first person on cameo that has the actual person and then a personator of that person both on there and just kind of see what the price point is like the disparity that's really funny <laughs> if you're big enough to have an impersonator like should you be on cameo i don't know there's cameo guys we gotta get out of here before our boy ma is sizzling he's piping mad it's a good right. thing we ended with a 19 dollar one that should yeah, be fair enough fucking settle me um, settle me right down for maventine a maventine gift um all right neapolitan showdown bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because we can't see eye to eye I like this. Uh, get back to the improv game. Yeah. Uh, top three ways to push Valentine's Day because it happened right off the Super Bowl. So, um, Dr. Mr. Commission, does she watch the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. She watches yeah, right? the Super Bowl. Yeah. We like the parties. Yeah. We like the we like the whole fanfare for sure. You get, you get like a spread out. The kids are watching it. The kids are having like chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaur, whole nine. Yeah. The whole, the whole can caboodle. Some dips. Kamish Jr. likes to dip stuff. He likes to dip his, you know, tiger or not tiger, dinosaur nuggets in there. He likes the whole thing. He likes to try stuff. So we'll get it going. Fries, okay, all, so all the good stuff. Are you guys big Valentine's Day people? No. Like I feel like a lot of couples are just like, and like from Jump Street, they're just like, let's get this holiday just off the map. Yeah, yeah. Let's I just th- not. 
I, you know, I think it's, I, you know, I think it's, you know, some people want to celebrate. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's not one that's ever been high on our list. We've, we've never done it. Thankfully, Dr. Mrs. The Commission is pretty easy going. She's not that high maintenance podcast partner like Brandana. No, <laughs> how do these headphones look hilarious? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what about what about you? Have you been a big Valentine gay guy? Do you like? I don't, to no, I don't, up? no, I don't. I think I take it. I, I think it goes off the table pretty early. I, you know what? To me, it's probably like an early relationship thing. I think yeah. like first you're dating, second you're dating. You do something just to show you know that you're paying attention. That's right, a right, good right. like. I thought about you. Excuse like get some flowers. I not to make a big deal, but like there you go i think going out kind of has that new year's vibe to it where it's Mm -hmm. just like it's going to be a disaster we're going to get overcharged everything's going to be fucking packed like let's just let's just let's get into it you want to do a little role playing so let's not like burn some of this sweet material let's just absolutely no right right on so we're married it's valentine's day it's super bowl sunday or we're dating let's say we're dating okay we're dating okay you go first do you want me to lead it off hey yeah okay go ahead hey honey um hey so you haven't really you haven't really brought it up, but I wanted to know what are we doing for for Valentine's Day coming up after uh, you know on Monday? Oh my God, is that now? Okay, so that's my first one. My first one out of the gate. <laughs> Just own that you totally forgot it, because I mean I think if there's some things that you could get in trouble for, like instead of drawing out this elaborate lie. Or have to compete with the Super Bowl, just straight up forget that one because it's not going to have the same punishment effect as the birthday, as the anniversary. So just stay way ahead of it. Just act like you forgot it. You're off the hook. You can talk about how you're going to be better next year, but now it's immediately behind you. Yep. Okay. And you're not Very good. Dancing. Very good. All right. Into the punch. My number three. Okay. Leave my wife. No. You, wife, girlfriend doesn't matter. My. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Hey, who's uh oh this is great. Who's playing? Oh, it's uh it's Bengals Rams on who's who's playing on this game? Uh-oh. Oh, this is this is like the bit the big one, right? Yep, this is the big one. This is the big one. Rams, Bengals. Who do who do you like in this one? Oh, I, I think the Rams are gonna win. I actually listen to this podcast. MAB Sports Podcast. You should listen, tell a friend, five stars. <laughs> but uh but yeah, but yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Right, this will be, but you have to, you have to tell me all about that uh, tomorrow night when we go out for Valentine's Day. I've been, I've been wanting to, to learn about, about the football, get caught up on, you know, like all the penalties, like why they throw flags for pass interference on underthrown balls. Just like learn all about the NFL. Like I said, you could listen to that all on Where, the podcast. They cover that extensively. They have a whole map fixes section. It's really good. But you said, what did you say about Monday going to dinner? What was that? Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow Valentine's Day. That's what insane. it's you know. you know what my whole schedule has changed that with this extra week i'm used to two weeks in between super bowl and now valentine's like i babe i totally forgot can we do a rain check can we push it off to like maybe you want to just do it march you want to do let's get crazy let's just let's do a rain check let's move it down in the calendar let's make it our day let's not make it a day that everyone else does let's make our okay. day let's just pick march 9th Okay, so I just want to make sure I'm following, though, like, based on how many games the NFL decides to play is if you're going to remember or not remember things in our life. 100%. Like, yes. I, my, my whole life is based on NBA draft, the sports calendar, much like, you know, the Roman Catholic Church created the seven-day work week, and that's what kept everybody on, this, on the schedule. I 
have a sports calendar that keeps me in tune. So I was not expecting, nor was I ready or prepared for Valentine's Day right after the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, honey, but let's let's flip it on its ear. Let's just do a rain check. Go go somewhere okay, that's, different. That's pretty close. So we're both kind of coming from the same angle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Own it out of the gate. Own it out of the gate. That's good. Because I have a little flavor of what you mentioned in my number two. Come at me. Come at me, bro. Come at okay. me. Hey, B. What's happening, baby boy? What's up, baby cakes? <laughs> so um, I know we got this fun party going on for Valentine's Day or for the Super Bowl, but I'm really excited for a little you and me time tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. That's right. It's, yep. a, it's a Monday. Babe, it is a Monday. Have... Yeah. What, a, what, a, what a great way to start the week off by expressing our love. On a Monday. You know, here's the thing. Everybody hates Mondays. They, like, just see Garfield. Everybody's down on Mondays. Monday's the lowest day of the week. We don't do, you know, baby, we don't have, we, you and I, we don't have a Monday kind of love. You know what kind of love we have? We have a Saturday, Saturday night love, baby. Baby, a Saturday night love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's a we're Monday not, we're not love? Monday. We're not Monday night. Baby. It's for couples that have lost that spark. That just really? need excuses because they can't sit around the house and stare at each other anymore. So they're like, we got to go out and do something. It's just like, we got to go. It's Monday night. It's just like, I got a whole other week with this person. I can't even hear them talk. Like, let's go to a restaurant where we can eat some breadsticks and ignore each other. Yeah. That's the kind of people that go out on Monday. We're Saturday night. We're lower the lights. We're like, we're going to take time with our appetizers. We're going to belly up to the bar, have a couple martinis. That's our love. Ooh, I like that love. Nobody wants a case of the love Mondays. Mm-hmm. I want I want the Saturday night Monday or Saturday night loves. Exactly. Yes, the one like, peak on Monday. Uh, you're selling Ooh. me on this. Okay, kick it to the weekend. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I kicked the can on this for a while. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I like it. That's good. That's smart. Using the day yeah. of the week as ammunition of like special. this is not a party night. Okay. All right. My number two. Number two. Okay. Hey, sweetheart, how you doing? I'm good. Good. So I know we've got people coming over uh, today. We're doing the whole family thing, appetizers, all this stuff. Yeah. I thought, what a smart idea, right? Because we've got all this partying, and then we got to clean up all this. What a good idea. Mm-hmm. Why don't we get a few also? We'll, we'll be fun. It'll be quirky. We'll do a combination Super Bowl and Valentine's Day party all together. <laughs> I'll get a few. We'll get a few footballs and some hearts, and say, we'll just combine the two parties. What an impossible sound! That's so funny. You're a man of a creek without a paddle. What impossible footballs? Half football, half hearts. You know what we'll do is we'll take all those hot wings and we'll make them in a little shape of a yeah, heart. Exactly on the plate. We'll exactly. Do that. All the buffalo cheeses. Sauce. Yes, exactly. Buffalo Red, sauce. It'll all be the color it'll be all- of the, my blood that pumps for you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone knows my my uh, love language is appetizers. <laughs> uh, good sell, bro. That's a good one. Uh, okay, this is my last one. This is my last okay. one. Game's about to kick off, babe. It is about to kick off. I got my my freshly minted Matt Stafford jersey. I'm excited. You told me all about the teams. I'm ready to roll. I did. Who do you like in this game? Well, obviously Matt Stafford, number nine. I like him because now I would wear this fitted jersey that I think makes me look slim. Yeah, it looks fantastic on you. Thank you. Here's what I'm thinking. How much do you like the Rams? 
Uh, I like them. I like them a lot. I think that they're going to win for sure because they're the best. They are the best. Do you, would you say that you like them to win by four and a half? Four and a half, what? Touchdowns? That seems like a lot. That would be a lot of touchdowns. Yes. Do you like them to win by four and a half points? Do you like them to win? Is this a trick question? Because I know touchdowns are six points, but then there's the extra point. There's a a straight question. Do you think they'll win by more than five points? Here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. You pick a side on this. Okay. You let me know if you think you're, you're Rams. Do you, you know what? I'll do the math for you. You tell me what the final score is and I'll let you know which side of this you're thinking. And then I'm going to, I'm going to really get you invested. I'm going to take, I think it's going to be 37, 19, 37, 19 Rams. Okay, perfect. So, so you like thirty six? Like, no, thirty six. That's too much because each each. I'm just kidding. I'm trying to make a, the worst thing. Yeah, yeah. score that like yeah. gonna happen. This thing. I think it's gonna be twelve to four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this this cash that I have. It's, yeah. This is this this is gonna really get you into the game. So this cash right here was gonna get us just a little dinner, a little dinner tomorrow. Like just kind of a nice dinner, you know. We we're gonna go to our favorite tapas place. Yeah, I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna put this cash. Who's that? Your Rams. Your Rams. <laughs> Who the <laughs> fuck is calling, Brandana? Is that that bitch Sheila again? I'm gonna cut her fucking throat. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on your Rams to win, and then if they win, we'll have a really nice steak dinner later in the week. Ooh, I like steak. Beautiful. I like it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so basically I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting them invested in the game and then I'm going to take half of what I'm going to bet and put it on there. And then I'm out free and clear, especially you came in with fandom, which was nice, which helped me. So beautiful. I'm going to participate and bet on her ramps. And perfect. Like I like it. That's that. Well, uh, do we want to go through with mine? Cause mine's exactly the same thing. Mine is going to be exactly- exact same thing. I got a big wager. <laughs> we're either going to Ruth, Chris, <laughs> get whatever you want, or we're going to Taco Bell. Like that's it. Ah. Uh, Okay, well, uh, we're you know what if if both of us since we both had the same number one spot and they were pretty close, if we both had the same number one spot and it was about naming athletes to get your ass out of trouble, then you would win. But since it's about gambling, your boy Brandana Ooh. gonna take the crown. I like My numbers been dialed in today. Brandon Gan Brandana gambling corner brace to the champ. real fast real fast like like a couple of gambling cheetahs you see any props you like well i haven't looked i didn't look at all i haven't i haven't entered into this yet yeah so i'm i'm coming into it like a newborn child like thinking yeah i'm gonna pitch you two that i like that i haven't been able to find on my board and i'm gonna pitch you some other ones and you can let me know agree or disagree and i can give you the other odds if you're against that bet Maybe I can look up something real fast if you ask for it, but there are like hundreds of props. So, oh, you know, insane. it's exciting. It's like scrolling through. Here's what I really like. So you did send me, um, let's just hear your star spangled banner one that you sent me earlier. You yeah. So the, yeah, I did. I just, there was this young woman on, on Instagram. It's on uh, bleacher reports betting site. And she was basically talking that the half or the, uh, the uh, anthem singer um, has previously recorded and they call her like quickie Nikki. Cause they think the over under, I think it said at like 95 seconds and she's previously done it in 86 seconds. 
usually they they tally in the big big play on the under for the 95 second mark yeah which is kind of i saw it but they seem to be like that's that's the play and i haven't really bet on the anthem length but this year i might get a card usually what i do on the bets is i'll end up betting just kind of like one narrative and even my props are all in on that so if i lose i lose big and if i win then i probably yeah. break even yeah yeah so uh, maybe i get away with that a little bit okay so here's what i really like i really like um so the team to win the coin toss defers is minus 500 if you can find it some places i really oh. like that I, the team's gonna defer yeah i would i would agree with that the the everyone wants the ball to start the half because everyone wants to play out the the gameplay of getting the ball toward the end of the yeah. second quarter and then getting yeah. the ball to start the third quarter. So yeah, I, if you could find that, but I mean, are you yeah. going to, are you going to put a hundred bucks to, to win five bucks? I think we know better. Well, it's, it would be a hundred bucks. <laughs> right. It'd be a uh, hundred bucks to win 20. Oh, so I did that math. Yeah. See, this is, this yeah. is why. Yeah. Duh. Even still. Yes. 20 yeah, bucks. I mean, yeah. It does, it does. It does gobble up quite a bit, but I just can't like, it just kind of feels like a lot, but you right. know, it'd be, it'd be a lot to put up like $2,500 to, to win 500 bucks. Right. That, like for, and only an insane person would do that. Only. Uh, <laughs> audio wink. <laughs> um, all right. We got, we got no touchback going kind of in order of things that have happened. No touchback at the opening kickoff. Um, it said it's been been happening. Like, I think it's like 70% of whatever. These are all made up, but there is, a lot of the opening kicks that be taken out of the end zone. Really? And also haven't made it up. Yeah. And both these kickers for the Rams and the Bengals hovering right around 60% touchback ratio. So maybe a little bit of the nerves, a little bit of not wanting to accidentally kick it out of bounds, like all the eyes yeah. on you officially starting the game, maybe leaves it a little short of that end zone, which Ooh. gets you plus money on. I like this. I like this bet a lot, actually. Yeah. With, with that still, step. Still have, yeah. You, and you still have, yeah, and you still have the chance of them, even if it's two yards deep, taking it out of the end zone, like just getting juiced, like super amped up. Maybe the Bengals, like feeling like they're like a little bit of the underdog, just taking it out and ready to like get off to the races. Uh, it's it's interesting to me. I I like this very much, very very much. Um, I would oh, like yeah, the, to the, see the like. Go ahead. Let me give you, let me give you this stat. Uh, the last Super Bowl opening kickoff to go for a touchback was in 2017 wow that means the last four four years that has been a touchback yeah it's it's uh and you're getting plus money so it seems like a little bit of a uh no maybe something to jump on take a peek at it yeah 102 kickoffs 65 touchbacks i'd like to see where that i'd like to look at that is that on the higher end or the lower end of the spectrum for all kickers plus i'd like to really look at like who who the returners are for those teams because I, I but i do love the i do love opening kickoff it, of the guy like being amped up catching it two yards deep and going fuck yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna open this up like Devin hester and that bears colts game say, yeah. yeah so i love yeah. it just like i'm taking it i'm taking this fucking out and taking it to the house i love it, love it. and what was plus odds um, on that it was like plus 110 is that what you said Plus one twenty five, plus one twenty five. So one hundred twenty five bucks for every hundred. Ooh, put down, down five hundred dollars. Yeah, getting uh, getting a six twenty five on, um, or six fifty. Uh, okay, we have. Let's see the one I put on here. 
Oh, I'll take a picture of this color of Eminem's hair and first appearance. Well, minus three thirty. That's brown black, which I think it is now at halftime. Right. I don't think he would right. dye it because it would just be. He's a little too old. It seemed like a little too trying if he dyed it. I think he has to kind of stay with the look that he has. Like if he dies, it is like trying to reinvent himself or like trying to connect to like 20 year old him, which I think he rapped against in his twenties. Yes. So I think that would be- full, full podcast disclosure. We're bros yeah. for 30 seconds in that prop. I thought you were talking about the actual candy, the M&Ms like the, the <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he? T- oh, M&M, the rapper. Oh yeah. yeah. Color the first M&M during yeah, a commercial. It's gotta be like, yeah. Brown black has gotta be clubhouse leader. I don't think he's going to die. He's not going to go back into that thing. That's a dumb bet. I would take that brown black bat all day. Yeah, absolutely. Of course. Um, Bengals to score zero points in first half. This doesn't necessarily fit my narrative, but it's five to one at a yes. If they have, I, and I know they have two strong with field goal kicker, but if they, like you said, if this defensive line just really starts to rattle Burroughs cage and he has, you know, he has a, like a strip sack and then he's really just trying to get the ball out quick and they end up punting a lot and then just, kind of not being able to get the ball across midfield. It's not very on brand for Burrow, but I could see, you know, it taking them a half to kind of catch up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I say that. So it's, it's a it's, longer shot. It's just, yeah. It's just to score it all in the first half. Yeah. No score the first half of the Bengals. Interesting. So shut out at halftime. I could see a pathway to that at five to one. Yeah. I might throw, throw, throw one bone on it. hundred, hundred, one, five, 500. It's yeah. Shot. It's worthwhile. You got a lot of movie, a lot of money moving. Yeah, uh, coin toss I don't tango with. All I want to do is like the defer thing. It's so insane that people bet on the coin toss. It's just, why, why? I never get like, why not just throw some cash at something you're interested in? Right. Like any other bet, like some bet you have an angle on seems so much more fun than, than the coin toss. This is just the, the very public bet because everyone gets it. Yes, you know, heads, tails. It's very simple. Yeah. It's e- probably even odds on both sides, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. well, I mean, so, I mean, it's, it's not like it's minus 125. So, Vegas is still, still making like 25 yeah. bucks for every hundred dollars. Oh, that wins the game. Yeah. Coin toss. Yeah. Heads or tail, minus 125. Yeah. So, so Vegas is making 25% just because people want to bet on this game. Yep. Exactly. Yep. That's the thing. That's a very public a bet. I'm setting, I'm setting up a book for coin tosses. Hit me up. <laughs> um, Bengals first scoring play got touchdown minus 160 field goal minus 130 uh, safety plus 3200. I just I, I just picture a field goal here. Yeah, I was gonna say, perfect. give me the field goal. Give me the field I goal. Them, yeah, I picture them getting behind and just trying to avoid that zero that I just talked about and just trying to get a field goal up there. And especially with the you know the kicker they have, they're not afraid to pull the trigger like a 55, 58 harder. Yeah, exactly. And he can he could hit that in a you know in a dome. I like it. Yeah. I do want to do uh, so color liquid poured on winning coach. Blue, give me blue. You want blue? Okay, blue. You're getting a plus three twenty five odds. I here's my crazy one. I, I want to do the research. Plus seven fifty for nothing, for none. For What's no that? color. Yeah, or, yeah, just for no, for nothing being not clear for nothing being poured on it. I like do. I want to say all last year, has it happened every year? I just think like maybe, especially how McVay got embarrassed last time in the Super Bowl, like do either of these coaches have the attitude of like, let's act like we've been here before? Like it's, maybe it's not that – I see McVay being a little bit more like – I mean, I guess they probably poured – did they pour Gatorade on Belichick every time? I no think way, so. Right? I think they did, yeah. I think so. Right. Yeah, because I think it's one of those things you just can't – Now It's tradition. It is tradition. And I think like either team, 
like they're definitely like if the Bengals win, they're definitely gonna do it. Like they're definitely gonna do it. Here's the best thing is is you know it's coming, you know you're gonna see it if it's a blowout because those guys are gonna be angling to do it, you know, with two and a half minutes out in the fourth quarter. And yeah. if you and if you like the Rams, oh I don't know, maybe it's yellow. I wonder what color their Gatorade is, blue or yellow. Hmm. Or do they go do yeah. that? What? They're they're not going well orange. they're uh yeah, they're wearing away jerseys, so it's not like they probably go blue if they were definitely wearing their home yeah. jerseys. Yeah, like all blue. So I'd yeah, love to. I'd, I'd love to know. There's see this. These things are the things that are like, you you can't tell me that like the equipment manager for the Rams is like, yo, I'm making this blue. So if we fucking win, load up on blue at plus yeah, 325. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. I know yeah, they do have they do have caps. Like these are for fun. So even if it was rigged, there's only like so much money you can bet on these. Sure. Like, you can't you can't lay down like a $50,000 bet on what color the Gatorade is going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they put in the name Smart. Your nephew. Smart. But you still be kind of betting on who won. <laughs> like you just look over yeah. John McVay loses like 22-13 and he just gets blue Gatorade dumped on him. It's just like, why the fuck did that happen? It's like some <laughs> inside money. Um, yeah, what okay, happens if what happens if you don't see it? You gotta see it, right? I mean, I feel like there's times where we missed it. Do that how do yeah, they, they rationalize you, that? Usually they kind of like just they they'll make an official thing and then if it's like too if it's too up in the air or like you know, if they're like, which coach do they show first? That's like a split screen or something. Then they'll, they'll just refund the money or let both people win. Like, you know, it's just, these are all best just to kind of get you in the door. Right. Exactly. Uh, not needed for me. Um, okay. So <laughs> that's what I wanted to get to is shortest touchdown. That's what I'll close out with. We'll put some more of these up. Uh, let me ping you on some of these, maybe throw them up once I get locked in and we'll. Oh yeah. I like it. I like it. little uh, last shortest- ditch brand on the gambling corner right, road to right. 500. <laughs> <laughs> that car broke down twice. Uh, shortest touchdown is over one and a half yards, under one and a half yards. Over one and a half yards is minus 110. Under one and a half yards is minus 150. So there's the shortest touchdown. So the reason a lot of people like this, because you get penalty in the end zone, whatever happens, especially when you're down there, you get that ball in the one yard line. And then that pretty much takes care of your problem. Yeah, I yep. mean, obviously there's also the extended ball out. It gets there. I'm, I'm betting against, you know, the Bengals not knocking on the touchdown door a lot. The Rams scoring from far out. The big thing is, like, I'm not looking at penalties in the end zone. I'm not thinking a lot of PIs because I think what we've seen a little bit in this postseason, uh, especially towards the latter part, was the refs swall- swallowing their flags, like especially mm-hmm. in that Chiefs. I think penalties are down a little bit. So I really think it had to be something egregious for that, that flag to come out of the pocket. So give me, with the better odds for the better, uh, minus 110 on the, the shortest touchdown being over a yard and a half interesting interessante interesting 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 i'm just looking at the tds from the san francisco game the distances on that one uh two yard 15 yard and four yard touchdowns that doesn't make sense Hmm. interesting yeah i think um Yeah, I think uh, I like that. I think I like your logic on that. So you're going over a yard and a half touchdown gives me what would you say? What, what was it? Plus minus what? 110. Minus, minus 110. 110. And it's minus 150 under a yard and a half. So the favorite is minus a yard and a half because they're thinking, you know, short of the end zone or yep. past their wrist. So I'll take that. I'll take it too. Give it to me. Give it to me all, all right, day. 
Guys, this is MAB Sports Podcast, episode 205. Thanks for waiting a little later in the week. Gave you a lot of tips on how to dodge that Valentine's Day bullet. You're welcome, baby. Baby. Uh, you want to reach out to us? Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast.gmail.com. Did I just say that? I feel like I say that a lot. MVP is the week. Let's hit him real quick. Maybe this is the last time I can do it. Again, I'm rooting for the Rams, but this Joe Burrow guy, the more I hear about him, the more I love him. Um, congratulations on making the Super Bowl your second year. His Thanks. advice to young athletes. Don't post your workouts on Instagram. Work it quiet. Speak in my language. Ooh. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, very good. I'm going to go uh, with Lindsay Jacob Ellis. She's the first woman, as we, we haven't even talked about it, but the Winter Olympics are going on as we speak right now. Yeah. And she was the first American to win gold in the early run here for the Olympics. So good on you, Lindsay. And the snowboard. She's a snowboarder. Seems like, a, work. So, seems like a really sweet person, really nice, you know, competing at in her mid thirties. She's been c- competing for the last 20 years in the Olympics. Good on you, Lindsay. In that goal. Peeking in these Beijing games. Um, all right, guys. I'm Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, as you all know, we don't post our podcast on Instagram. We keep it quiet. Glamour, runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.